0: I often think about a DMC, deep and meaningful conversation, I had with my sister Leanne, sitting on top of a sandstone mountain on the cherry farm my family used to own in the Free State. I loved that farm. It was about 16 kilometers from the Lesotho border at the foothills of the Maloti Mountains. It was an amazing piece of land with rolling hills and copies to climb and a big dam down the middle, shaped like a bird in flight. It was a place of big skies, psychedelic sunsets, and clean, cool air. In the spring, the cherries would blossom en masse in a burst of colour. When I say it was heaven, it's literally how I imagined the afterlife would look. Lee and I had been running around there since we were just out of nappies. So even though Johannesburg was home, going to the farm was a huge part of our upbringing. As I got older, it became even more important. Whenever I could, I'd escape Johannesburg and the strictures and rules of city life to bomb around on the farm on my grandfather's 125cc motorbike, go fishing or hang out with friends who came down with me from the city. On this occasion, my sister and I had climbed the mountain to catch the sunset. She was talking about how sometimes in life, you really have to mull things over, really think deeply and analyze stuff in order to find a way through the tough times. I was in my late teens at the time and I remember finding the concept so strange. What was there to think about? Life was straightforward and easy. It was about friends, good times, good conversations and laughter. That was roughly 17 years ago and at least three lifetimes away. While we share the exact same DNA, the Steve McGowan I was then was basically another guy. Up to that point, I'd had a very easy ride. Wherever I looked, doors opened. Everything seemed possible and within my reach. When you live a charmed life, you don't realize it. I was popular at St. John's College in Johannesburg. I can actually say that, because against the odds and despite a heavy stutter that runs through my family, I was narrowly elected to be head of one of the boarding houses, Nash. It wasn't the result the housemaster was expecting. There was another, much more suitable candidate a top sportsman and obvious leader. Surprised at the outcome, the housemaster requested a second vote and again the democratic process spat out the same result and I won. It was also a surprise to me and not an altogether welcome one. For starters, I would have to board, which would be expensive. Then there was the issue of public speaking and my stutter. My dad stuttered. My cousins stuttered. There seemed to be something in the bloodline. Even my wife Kath stutters and became a speech therapist. It's just something connected to the McGowan clan. So when it came to the question of being head of house, the housemaster asked me if I wanted the role. I said, If I have to read in chapel, you can keep it. Thank you, but no thank you. Fortunately, He pointed out that as head of house, you are technically in charge, so you can actually delegate readings. I was voted in because I enjoyed people and vice versa, so I took the position. Aside from the stutter, my life was carefree. While there was always financial strain on the family, I had amazing parents and the warmest family environment you could imagine. I've always been drawn to the outdoors. So whenever I could, I went to the farm to help my dad, Malcolm, a.k.a. Magoo, and my grandfather, Peter. Peter was a World War II POW and mechanic who loved motorcycles. He was incredibly handy. He basically built the farm up, planting the cherry trees, getting the irrigation sorted. The farm balanced my life. There would be the craziness of Johannesburg, and then I'd have the farm environment where I could run around and be knee deep in mud. By the time I got my driver's license, I was organizing regular trips down with my mates. On a Friday afternoon there would be five cars leaving Johannesburg in a convoy zigzagging down the highway. We'd lie on mattresses under the poplar trees by the dam, drinking beers with a barbecue on the go, playing board games and talking about our plans for the future. Years later, we all still reminisce about that golden period.